Welcome to Day 302 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season together, The Story of the Prophets. I'm Paul here with Cindy and David as we continue our journey through the prophet Ezekiel. Uh, We're in a very common section for the prophets where Ezekiel has uh, pronounced and predicted the fall of Jerusalem and the judgment, you know, they'll be on Jerusalem. And uh, we'll see that come to fruition as we move through the week this week. Uh, But after he's announced the judgment of Jerusalem, he's also looked at the nations surrounding Jerusalem and has announced judgment on them. Some nations, you know, if you're siding, you only get about a paragraph Uh, Tyre has a couple of chapters, and Egypt is the largest section. Matter of fact, uh, Egypt, uh, the judgment of Egypt, there's more time spent on it than all the other nations together. And they play a central role in our story. They are the ones, of course, from whom Israel was delivered. But ironically, they are the one that Israel continues to look to for their deliverance rather than looking to the Lord. So the sheer volume of the material we have this week, it may feel a little redundant as we move through it. It may feel a little heavy, and it is going to be you know, very heavy as we move through it. But the sheer volume of you know, the uh, material we're looking at is part of the message. Uh, that the judgment is coming, that it is certain, that it will be heavy, and that God will return on Egypt what she has done to the nations around her, and in her pride she will be brought low. So we uh, pick up in um, Ezekiel chapter 30, verse 20, but before we do, as always, uh, we come to the Word of God knowing that it is a gift from God uh, in order to complete His work in us through Jesus Christ. Uh, We hope to see a a big picture of God, but also a picture of our own hearts, and uh, for us to have our affections stirred and turned back toward Him uh, as we read. So before we read, Cindy, would you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? No, I don't mind. Father, thank you so much for this time in Your Word. Um, Father, we want very much for You to um, open our understanding that we might receive this word, Lord, and that it would also be um, something that would challenge us, either either by conviction or encouragement, Lord, uh, but that you would use it in our lives to deepen our faith and our love for you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel 30, verse 20, in the 11th year, in the first month of the seventh day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It has not been bowed up to be healed or to put in a splint, so that it may become strong enough to hold a sword. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt. I will break both of his arms, the good arm as well as the broken one, and make the sword fall from his hand. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon and put my sword in his hand, but I'll break the arms of Pharaoh and he will groan before me like a mortally wounded man. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon, but the arms of Pharaoh will fall limp. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I put my sword in the hand of the king of Babylon and it brandishes it against Egypt. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. They will know that I am the Lord. In the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his hordes, who can be compared with you in majesty? 
consider Assyria once a cedar in Lebanon with beautiful branches overshadowing the forest. It towered on high, its tops above the thick foliage. The waters nourished it, deep springs made it grow tall. Their streams flowed all around its base and sent their channels to all the trees of the field. So it towered higher than all the trees of the field. Its boughs increased and its branches grew long, spreading because of the abundant waters. All the birds of the sky nested in its Buzz, and all the animals of the wild gave birth under its branches. All the great nations lived in its shade. It was majestic in beauty with its spreading boughs, for its root went down to abundant waters. The cedars in the garden of God could not rival it, nor could the junipers equal its boughs, nor could the plane, tree, uh, the plane trees compare with its branches. No tree in the garden of God could match its beauty. It made it beautiful with abundant branches, the envy of all the trees of Eden and the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because the great cedar towered over the thick foliage and because it was proud of its height, I gave it into the hands of the ruler of nations for him to deal with according to its, wick- to its wickedness. I cast it aside, and the most ruthless of foreign nations cut it down and left it. Its bows fell in the mountains and in all the valleys. Its branches lay broken in all the ravines and the land. All the nations of the earth came out from under its shade and left it. All the birds settled on the fallen tree, and all the wild animals lived among its branches. Therefore, no other tree by waters are ever to tower proudly on high, lifting their tops above the thick foliage. No other tree so well watered or ever to reach such a height. They're all destined for death for the earth below among mortals who go down to the realm of the dead. This is what the sovereign Lord says. On the day that it was brought down to the realm of the dead, I covered the deep springs with mourning for it. I held back its streams, and its abundant waters were restrained. Because of it, I clothed Lebanon with gloom, and all the trees of the field withered away. I made the nations tremble at the sounds of its fall when I brought it down to the realm of the dead to be with those who go down to the pit. Then all the trees of Eden, the choicest and the best of Lebanon, the well-watered trees, were consoled in the earth below. They too, like the great cedar, had gone down to the realm of the dead, to those killed by the sword, along with the armed men who lived in its shade among its trees. Which of the trees of Eden can be compared with you in splendor and majesty, yet you too will be brought down to, with the trees of Eden to the earth below? You will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. This is Pharaoh and all his horde, declares the Sovereign Lord. Uh, for the most part, uh, God is uh, calling to attention to Pharaoh what has happened to other nations, and in particular Assyria. Assyria was you know, the tree that was above all other trees, and it was one to which all the birds came to find their nest, and one in which all the animals gave birth to their young under, and it's just the influence that extended and uh, the, the prosperity that came you know, to Assyria. But Assyria and all of her greatness fell to Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, and soon Egypt would also fell to Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. So you have the language of war that we're going to be you know, in for the next, you know, you know, the next three days. Mm-hmm. You know, considering it's very kind of ugly language, this one is a very poetic in this you know, particular sense where you compare the trees of the forest and the trees of Eden and the trees of Israel and trees envying other trees. But in the end, all of the trees end up in the same place in the realm of the dead, cut, cut down and laying on the, uh, the ground of the forest, you know, so to speak. Almost like the Bible says, pride comes before the fall or something. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a longer version yeah. of pride comes before the fall. <laughs> and it's also, you know, a reminder of, you know, what, uh, you know, uh, Paul would say, you know, in, in Galatians, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. We always end up, you know, reaping what we have 
uh, sown, and that is true for nations as well as for individuals. And uh, Egypt has been a terror to the nations, and so God will judge her by one of the most terrible or, or uh, of the nations in, in Babylon, uh, who of course is, is instrument of judgment for all the region of the Near East. Mm-hmm. You know, as they're they're going through that, going through this uh, particular difficult time. You see some of that even at the start where. You know, the, the, the arm of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt is broken and it's not bound up to be healed or even put into a splint. And I guess people have talked about in that day, like the, the biceps of Pharaoh and the strength of Pharaoh is wrapped up a lot in, in his arms. And, mm-hmm. and so we see that symbol of his strength being broken by the Lord um, because of how they've treated the other nations. Yeah. Right. And beautiful, beautiful imagery here. Uh, the one hand can't hold a sword, and neither will the other hand be able to hold a sword. And there's no hope of healing, yeah. you know, so that you know, can't hold the sword. And again, you know, what we've been talking about when we've been talking about the judgment over the nations of the pride of nations and the pride of Egypt has been in the strength of her armies and in her alliances. And uh, both of those will fall, you know, to the side just as Assyria was brought low. So again, Egypt will be brought low. And you can see in 23, which I thought was interesting, uh, he says, I will disperse the Egyptians um, among the nations and scatter them through the countries. And just, you know, what stood out to me was just this word scatter, um, because we've seen that before with the Tower of Babel, you know, when there were these people who were so proud and who were accomplishing and yet had forsaken God and wanted to be their own God, um, and that the nation of Israel, how God has scattered. And so even now... The scattering of Egypt, just how we can come together as a people and be so proud and, yeah, it's yeah, kind of strength and, and, in numbers. And, 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 of course, <laughs> opposite of, you know, opposite of what we were called to is to spread out and to fill the earth mm-hmm. and they will be scattered. And the, the unity they've had, you know, it's a very good comparison to Babel, the unity they've had around their greatness, around uh, mm-hmm. their monuments, around their temples, around their incredible cities. Uh, you know, will be left to nothing, and the people will be scattered, and they'll no longer, you know, no longer be a nation. And when mm-hmm. they return, uh, you know, we'll find out that they'll be one of the weakest among the nations, mm-hmm. and ever again, you know, to tower uh, among the nations. So it is a it is a incredible image, you know, all the way through of God's judgment, mm-hmm. and God using you know using uh, you know interesting enough uh, using uh, you know a very deplorable nation. As his mm-hmm. instrument, you know, of judgment, mm-hmm. and of course, there's a grand reversal where he brings in Israel to judge the nations of Canaan, but now he's using those very nations to judge Israel because they have fallen uh, into the same sin the nations have before them. Mm-hmm. So God is not only you know judging the nations, but His judgment always begins with His His people, uh, with those who should know Him, and uh, it's grievous it is for Egypt not to recognize. You know, the Lord, how much more grievous it is for Israel, you know, not to recognize the Lord and to know Him. Mm-hmm. David, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Oh, Father, how we don't want to be a people who, who don't see you or recognize you for who you truly are. And um, Father, renew in us a sense of awe when it comes to you. Uh, open our hearts and open our eyes uh, to see and behold. Uh, the beauty, the might, and, and even in that, that we would have a fear of you in a way that is is proper and is true. Um, Father, you are good, and maybe we uh, live now as your people, um, extending the goodness of your reign um, where we find ourselves today. 
We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.